I'm Julia. I'm Allison. The bitchin'. Witches. At, at the flyingcat.net. Meow. <laughs> Oh my god. Once again, our strong <laughs> legacy of starting this podcast as an actual mess. Hey guys. Yeah, Julia How's it can't going? Julia can't talk and I'm therefore not stuck on a chair today. Everything. Yeah, well, there's no um, chair hey. chair stuckage. Hey guys. But there is throat stuckage. Whew, so. We're talking about pets. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about your pets, your animals. Yeah. Your cats. And you have a cat? And yeah. Get well your, you should. Get your cat. Get and get a notebook. Yeah. We'll we'll stop really quick and have complete silence and while you go get your cat. And then um <laughs> Oh yeah. And uh oh, wait, I'm not I'm not fast <laughs> enough on the thing. We're just stalling for time so you can go get your cat. Um, and if you don't have a cat, go get one. Yeah, go adopt one right now. We're gonna stall for like Oh, <laughs> Oh my god, literally so stupid. Yeah, go ahead. We downloaded a free sound effects app on my phone, and it's been really quite All right, so uh, entertaining. We're gonna do this magic. Oh, I thought that was gonna be longer. Sorry, you guys. Just go get your cat. Yeah. All right, you ready? Or your dog. But oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Animals. Yeah. And doing energy work on them. And you know, we're talking about this because I'm starting energy healing school at mm-hmm. FlyingCat.net, yes. and primarily I've been focused on humans yeah and this is a mistake why yeah well it's interesting humans are complicated well they are and it's not that there's anything wrong with humans but they're just not as fun as animals yeah they 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 think too much yeah yeah and that's part of our our issues that we need to heal from sometimes but animals are are very basic right yeah i would say for the most part Mm -hmm. um but I also find that maybe they are not so receptive to the idea of energy healing. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes time. It does. And just to kind of like jump into my like limited experience with this, um, anytime that I have tried to smudge my cat or dog, it has been met with wild skepticism. Uh, and Don't smudge your pets. Yeah. I And see... I Stop knew smudging that. with white sage anyway, unless you grow it. But yeah, my most don't recent smudge attempt. Your pets. Yeah, my most recent attempt. I was smudging my altar, and my cat happened to be around. My Palo Santo <laughs> was lit. I was like, just gonna do a quick pass, and the face that my she kitty cat like, made, Meow. she was not happy. And I, I get it. Like, animals have a pretty <laughs> sensitive you know, sense of smell. And I think it's just overwhelming for them. It's, yeah. it's the other reason why I don't like diffuse oils Essential in my house. Essential oils on yeah. animals, on pets. Know what you're doing, please. Yeah. Before you do anything. 100%. I mean, even like incense can be kind of caustic to animals. So if you do want to work on your animals, where would one begin? Miss hmm. Julia. Crap. I was only going to talk about what not to do. Oh, well, if you want to not do harm. If you use a pendulum, that's a good Mm. thing to do to check out your animal's chakras. And they're lined up a bit different than um, a person, a human's chakras. Yeah. They're little, they're not a straight line. Um, But you can hold that pendulum over those areas to diagnose them. And that's like kind of super important to diagnose whatever your um whatever's going on before you try to treat something get a get a clue of what's happening so anyway um if you're able to work with a pendulum 
do that and find out what the lowest affected chakra is. So mm. whichever the lowest one is that's not spinning clockwise in a healthy way. Right. So if it's spinning clockwise and it's like a little bit open or it's going slow, it's okay. It's not ideal. And you could start with that one. Or you could go to the one that's either still spinning counterclockwise or a diagonal um, if you're, again, if you're using that pendulum, if you're right. familiar with it. So you find out which one is affected and you can put your hands, two hands over that chakra. You don't have to touch the animal. You can do it just over there um, a couple inches above them and just send that white light energy into that place. And you'll know if they're receptive to it or not. Mm -hmm. And of course, cats, uh, have Can a funny time particular. with pendulums, though. Because, I was going to say, they yeah. probably want to play with them. Right, exactly. So, you Well, know, dogs, too. It's trial and error there. <clears throat> and if you don't know, I guess you could just try placing both of your hands over the location mm. of the root chakra of the animal and um, gently inviting your animal to receive white light energy into that root chakra. And that, that will also, that's kind of a generic way to feed all the chakras and two you probably could come from the crown um separate of the root mm -hmm. and just just trying those different things but be very sensitive and careful with your animals and right. it's um it's a relationship so you're working with you're not working you know on you are working on but you got to be with them right like you have to know you have to learn how to read their language and if they say no you stop but you can yeah. try a couple different times. Like, it takes three to five times with a lot of animals um, and just, a, you know. Of course. Get them used to the routine. Of, yeah. So my uh, animal, my familiar, whatever you want to call her, my cat, mm -hmm. Suki, she's cool with smudging. I don't smudge her, but she's cool with smudging in the space. The other pets run away immediately. They hate Aww. the smudging. And if I set the intention, like, I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on my cat she will show up she's mm. not an affectionate cat she's not like i'm gonna come sit in your lap kind of cat ever right but if she's around and she gets the sense that i'm open to working on her she will put herself right underneath my hands like Aww. okay she knows i've been waiting yeah Why been? and i haven't been good about working on her lately but yeah so you develop um a relationship it takes time so you might try a couple times, but um, make sure that you're very sensitive and paying attention to how your animal is behaving when you try to do this. Right. Because um, so you want consent. Yeah. I mean, they're animals, but... Right. So right. Their, their body language will show you if they're open to it or not. <clears throat> My other cat, um, been working with her for a while. We have uh, less of a bonded relationship. Mm -hmm. And she's... We've done a couple sessions, and she just started getting open to it. Right. The first couple sessions, she was just like, nah, I don't know about this. And forget about the dog. The dog is just not interested. The dog yeah. wants to go outside and well, run around. The dog, That's how they I do I feel it. like dogs are <laughs> suspicious. Like, as soon as you start, mm -hmm. like, thinking about it, it's like, oh, what's this? This is new. Yeah. And they, and it's like, there's something within them. Like, as you were, like, talking, I was thinking about, like, working on my dog and, like, what that would take. And I think mm -hmm. it would take, <laughs> a like, a very long intentional um period of like just calming him down mm -hmm. just like you know being in a safe space you know like our bedroom or something like that and just like having that time with him and getting him used to 
um, you know, getting worked on in, in a different way and, and spending time with you in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because my dog, everything, if it's not a tennis ball, he's right. not interested. And that's the way they work their energy. That's, right. That's the way they get centered is they, they're very physical. It's very that. So if you're going to do anything for your dog, just take them outside. Right. Like, right. That's what they prefer anyway. Exactly. But we, you know, if we're talking about working on animals, then we're probably treating um, specific issues. So pain... Yeah. Or a neuroses, right? <clears throat> or depression. Um, yeah, you can tell when your anxiety. Pets are depressed. Mm-hmm. So those, uh, yeah, it just takes a couple passes to try to get connected. Right. So you want to get connected with the earth, the sky, yourself, and your pet, and open up that space. And as you maybe just that's all you do. Right. For a couple times, and just maybe bring your hands and place them on the dog or around it. Right. As you would normally yeah. if you're with your pet in general when you're hanging out. Um, so there's some other techniques, uh, energy healing techniques, where we'll, we'll clean the energy field of debris and you drag your hands over the edges mm-hmm. of the energy field and you pull things out. Or you invite things to come Um, out with you as you move your hands through and that is um, they don't love that technique either and you really need to do it um, concisely and quickly and you need to start um, way out from their field their fields are much bigger um, than Mm -hmm. ours are and they're very different so the dog's field is not a human's field is layered Mm -hmm. and a dog's field is like um, pixelated it's hard to explain but Hmm. it, it ranges out about 20 feet Okay. It's huge. So if you're going to work hmm. on a dog, it's kind of like, it's hard to work on them in the house. Maybe it's because they're so sensitive, you know, like they just, you know, I'm thinking about like, if Ghost is upstairs, like he knows what mm-hmm. I'm doing downstairs. Exactly. You know, he has that sense. Whereas like, oftentimes I'm like, where is my dog well, at? You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And our field only extends out as far as we can reach. Right. And we can do exercises to fill up rooms and things, but we don't naturally live like that. And with cats, their field is, like cats in nature are peeing on their boundaries and their field goes up to that edge of those fields that they have claimed. And so their uh, their field goes all the way through your basement, your attic, every part of the house that they can touch. They know what's going on with it. So that's why your cat might be like, oh, I got to go now. Right. Something's going on in the basement. There's probably a mouse. Yep. Something like that. Exactly. Just super sensitive to everything that's going Mm -hmm. on. And if there's another cat in the area, that's a problem. Exactly. (laughs) It's a territory Exactly. And, like, my cat has a routine where she sort of, like, makes her way through the house. Mm -hmm. Like, she has, like, her, like, rounds that she makes. They're little energy workers like that. Uh You know, she, like, starts at the basement and literally will work her way up through the basement, make sure everything's okay in the basement. Okay, is everything okay in the kitchen? Is everything okay in the living room? Mm -hmm. And you can time it. We have, like, a security camera in our house. (laughs) You can time it. Yeah. I mean, truly, it's yep. like three a.m. She's walking upstairs, yep. They're doing and she's work coming on the house, in, and she's coming up to mm-hmm. see me, and she's making sure that her humans are where mm-hmm. they are supposed to be, you know. And they're then it's a problem if they're creatures. not. <laughs> well, if I move furniture or something in the house, yeah, she's exactly. like, "What the hell, mom? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what did you Gotta do? Check this out. It's like a feng shui thing with her. Right. Honestly, like she's like, "You messed up 
the space why mm-hmm. you know like what is this it was established or like i yeah <laughs> or like i come home you know from hanging out with like like for example come home with a flying cat and she's smelling me and she's like so hurt like mom <sighs> you were with other cats oh, like no. what does that mean like so it's it's interesting to see how she protects and guards and mm-hmm. you know does her little right routine and i call house. when Suki and I were living, it was just me and my cat living here by myself before all the other um, yokels moved in. (laughs) Ah, yes. (laughs) And I called her um, the protector and the dog was the defender. Yes. Because she would sit in the front window and she she just established the space. Right. Right. Yeah. So she was not happy when the other ones moved in. Uh, Yeah. And we don't have the same kind of um, connection. We do have the same kind of connection. We don't have the same kind of uh, quality time that we used to have. Um, do you think that your cat ever does energy work on you? Sure. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So when I do energy work on people, it's here, and we have the two cats, and they'll come and sit with the people on the table, and, you know, if nothing else, they're comforting for people who like cats. Exactly. But, um, no, I know there was a story about a cat that would help people on on the table when they were getting energy work with broken hearts, and it would just sit either right next to them or actually on their chest and help mend that broken heart. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I feel like when, when I'm especially stressed or anxious, I feel like my cat will come seek me out. And she'll do the thing where she needs, mm. you know, and she'll mm-hmm. kind of like work her way up my abdomen. And I've also noticed that after I come back from long runs recently, she'll come to the side of my legs and do her little kneading hmm. thing. Feels amazing on my <laughs> IT band. I'm like, oh my gosh, meow meow. Thank you so much. This feels awesome. Cat massage. But it's like, but it's like she <laughs> she intuitively knows. Like she knows like sort of where to go. Mm-hmm. And I and sometimes like she'll be like working on a specific part. I'm like, what? Why are you doing that? Like, what's there? She knows something you don't she, know. Exactly, and she and she's a great teacher in that way. Um, well, I call Juji Williams furry Valium. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's very that. I mean, when a, when a cat is sitting on your chest, purring, like literally sending vibrations, <laughs> stealing your breath. Your heart. Yeah. <laughs> when she's sucking my energy out, like the vampire that she is. Well, it goes um, back and forth. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Um, we're kind of, we get in fights sometimes. <laughs> um, sometimes she, lately, uh, so this is sort of off topic, but she, okay, if I have bread in a bag, mm. anywhere that she can get it, she will attack that bread. It'll be on the floor, slightly chewed up, but not eaten. Mm. Bread in a bag. I'm like, what is it about? It's anyway. The best. It's like, I don't know what Gotta it is. I think it. it's the crinkly sound of the bag uh, and like the idea of like sinking your teeth uh-huh. into something is very satisfying uh-huh. to her. Anyway, um, but that just like, I don't know, that like sensation of like purring on top of you. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that, um, that drone that, mm-hmm. um, it's very meditative. Um, I, I get a lot of peace from that well, for yeah. sure. In yoga, we'll use sandbags to place on the body. Exactly. And it's like literally that kinesthetic thing of just knowing where you are in space. Yeah. Grounding you. But like, a living thing. Right. Warm, fuzzy, purry. Aww. Yeah. And well, and then I, I've been complaining recently. Um, my cat's been doing this thing lately where she's um, biting me if I don't pet her enough. <laughs> Get on it. Pet me, mama. That was a whip. Yeah. In case it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but I think that 
for me, it's like a, a reminder to be mindful. Like in the mm-hmm. mornings, like when I'm rushing around, it's like, okay, I gotta get breakfast. Like, gotta go to the gym. Gotta, you know, do this and that. But she's reminding me to slow down is mm. what she's doing. Like mm. she's like, when she gets in my way when I'm rushing around and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, stop getting in my way. Meow, meow. No. <laughs> what is the first the no? Like. <laughs> <there's> a, <laughs> Lasers. Lasers. Um, you know, it, what she's doing is she's like, slow down, mm. mom. Like I'm here. And I'm like, all right. fine. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how I feel about slow drivers. Oh, I try. God. I try so hard to just say, thank you. You're probably keeping me safe from something. <sighs> Haven't said that for a long time. My, my friend <laughs> got... a good reminder. Got, okay, here's a really good reminder for everybody. My friend got flipped off today because she was going too slow for this guy on the off-ramp and then saw him, hmm. like, five minutes later at the gym, and she was like, that guy flipped me off on the no! ramp. <laughs> what, which one did you do? No! Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, well, now it's awkward. There it is. Yep. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, dang. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get the hang of this. Uh, Yeah, once in a while. Anyway. um, No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's why you sing the sound. I know. So another thing that you don't want to do with your pets Mm. if you're going to be doing energy work with them. um, If you're proficient at energy work. And if you're not, don't even try this on anyone (laughs) ever Mm -hmm. until you know what you're doing. Because, yeah, people... People carry stuff in their bodies, of course. This is 101. Um, And sometimes things need to be taken out. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes you'll find that in basic techniques, uh, this kind of pulling or um, uh, lasering kind of thing. Like you want to break up energy or rattling kind of energy or clapping to break up stagnant energy. And you don't want to do that with your pets. Why? They don't need that. It's gotcha. going to harm them. Okay. Actually. Yeah. Interesting. Their, their energy needs to be boosted, um, finessed, a little bit cleared, but it doesn't need but to I'm be rattled, up and, shaken up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they process uh, dense energy all on their own, unless there's a kink in the lines. Right. So it's not that they... Because humans are psychological creatures, and we create blocks in our bodies because of our mentality. Animals don't have that. Right. They don't create issues in their bodies. Right. They have issues in their bodies, but they're they're not um, carrying blocks around because of their mother. Yeah. You know? Right, right. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I mean... It's a whole other thing. Sure, sure, sure. Or a lineage issue mm-hmm. where a human being needs to have um, an ancestor... Right. Entity taken off of them. Yeah, pets don't have sure. that. Yeah. <laughs> they have uh, their they own have been bred, and that has its consequences. But sure. Anyway, so. Unless you have a dog that's a mutt. Yeah, which, yeah, mutt dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. That's very interesting. What else? Do you have any other red hot tips for working on pets? Hmm. Respect them. Yeah. You know, and yeah. actually, this is a really interesting topic, too. I think about um, animals in zoos. Oof. Yeah, it brings up a lot, right? Like, yeah. A lot of not so great feelings, or I don't know what, but um, found this animal communicator in South Africa, and Ooh. I watched her video on YouTube. I would recommend it if I knew who she was. <laughs> I'm sure it's still out there. 
Um, I ordered the DVD, but it never came. Oh, no. But <laughs> the video was very informative, um, talking about animal communication. Tons of really good information, actually. <clears throat> but the point being is that she was giving the perspective that animals are in zoos to be um, representatives of their species. Yeah. To help us be aware of the fact that they're out there sure. and that we need to take care of them. Right. In the wild. So that's the idea. I know it's there's like the a lot of Congress. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of pushback the, the Animal House of Representatives. Other other ways to see it. It's not <laughs> enjoyable. But when you go there, when you're with that tiger or that elephant, you can say thank you. Yes. Thank you yes. for being a representative of your species and send that whole species that energy. Yeah. The loving heart energy or the white light energy or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can do that energy work with animals like that. You don't have to be touching the tiger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, say, you don't have to consume yeah. the animals. Like, I mean, literally, but also figuratively. Like, it can be a reciprocal relationship where you're mm-hmm. showing gratitude, mm-hmm. you well, know, even if just by intention, you know. There's another interesting topic. Oh, nice. nice. Consuming animals, not necessarily eating them, but in, in shamanic terms. Yeah. And saying, oh, well, I have this totem, so I need to go get this skin. Well, where is it sure. coming from, dude? Yeah. Are you buying it online? And is it coming from China? It's yep. just like the crystals. Go back to and talk, you know, listen to our Listen to episode, episode six yeah. for more on consuming mm-hmm. tools. Consumerism and spirituality. So, you know shamanic earth medicine techniques um best if you can come by them yourself sure come by as in you find them sure yeah <laughs> right and that you're called by them not that you go and pick up a rock and because pillage. you think it's pretty right so yeah, yeah go back refer back to episode whatever six Five, six <laughs> thank you Cease. cool Done. Finite. End of podcast. All seven. right. See you guys next time. What are we talking about? Boundaries? Are we doing yeah. that one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think wah, we should. Where's the sound effect for that? No <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys can hear that. That's so stupid. <sighs> I don't want to talk about boundaries. Oh, my God. What? I don't even Sorry, guys, for whining. Oh, All right. See you there. So stupid. Bye. Meow, meow.